So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 68 is that you need all nine. You need all nine environments. Five out of nine, I don't know if you did fractions, but right, five out of nine is not a whole woman. Seven out of nine, even eight out of nine. You know, this morning I was going through 20 boxes that I left at my sister's place when I moved from Toronto to California. And as I went through them, it was a time capsule. I got to see who I was in my early 20s, that phase when I was transitioning from being a guy who had never had a girlfriend to wanting to become a guy who could meet women. But it was very early developmental stuff. I, I could see how intentionally I was constructing that person. Remember, the second step in our success formula is the you. Is, well, who are you? designing yourself to be, but that ultimate goal for yourself. And I could tell that these books that kept coming out of these boxes had everything to do with that. I was learning about how to decorate an apartment so that I could put my bachelor pad together, how to dress. I mean, things that weren't modeled for me growing up. There were a lot of workout books on how to get my body in shape and stronger and looking better to attract women. There were also things on improving my finances, books in my career area to move up in finance and management. There were a lot of books about how to be someone who knew how to sexually please a woman and how to be confident about what women wanted, needed, and were thinking. See, all of that was more on the surface level. We're talking about a lot of those outer environments and also the relational environments to do with other people. My focus and my thinking at the time was very much on how to be a version of me other people wanted. But the environments I was overlooking were the self-environment, which is an inner one, and my spiritual environment. I mean, I was reading about spirituality, but not doing anything about it. You might be able to relate to the idea of when you want something, you may set a goal, and then just decide to learn everything you can about it. It certainly worked for me in school and in other areas, but... In the spiritual area, I was reading a few philosophy books back then from the look of it, but I had no spiritual practice because I was an agnostic. I didn't have a belief. I wanted something to prove it to me. I wanted to see it before I believed it. And yet, as a coach who's been doing this a decade, I can tell you that it's believing something, having faith that it's true, that is necessary before it's going to happen for you. That's been true in every other area. You can't succeed at a company you don't believe in starting. So many of the speakers that I'm doing speaker notes on right now from the summit, by the way, leanintolovesummit.com. There's still tickets left for the free portion of this. Jump in. And there's also an uh, availability to upgrade and get some cool bonus stuff. But all of them 
as I'm going through all of these interviews, I'm, I'm realizing how many of our, our experts talk about this, about the importance of our inner faith, believing that our soulmate is out there, knowing that we are worthy of love, already feeling the vibration of my partner rolling over and, and looking at me and saying, you're beautiful, I love you. I think that was the Vanessa Ortali interview. She talked about at first that wasn't happening with her new guy, but she just kept holding like, that's who I am. That's what my guy does. And if this isn't my guy, then he won't stick around. But my guy rolls over and is loving and appreciative in the morning. And she wanted to just live and dwell in feeling and believing it. And then he started doing that. She didn't have a talk with him about it, but he just picked up on what she was believing, feeling, and, and emanating, basically. Like an antenna that's broadcasting. So this spiritual part, the, the intangible, these inner environments, there were no books in my boxes around those. It was all these external things I was working on and physical intimacy. And so that's what I got. I got exactly what I worked on in my 20s. But it wasn't until I began to do work and allow practitioners to work on that inner environment, therapists, anti-therapists, shaman, uh, Tony Robbins coaches, uh, I had inner child workshops, landmark stuff. I mean, I did it all. And all of it helped along my journey and my healing of those old wounds that were in my self-talk and in my emotional stuff, right? all the, the baggage we tend to call it. That self-environment didn't get a lot of attention, energy, focus, or effort for me in my 20s. I was gaining confidence by looking in the mirror and liking what I saw better or by being more effective at picking up or having girlfriends or feeling sexually confident. But all of those are pretty surface. They don't go into deep emotional intimacy. They don't create a lasting, loving relationship. So that spiritual environment, me learning in my 30s and to my 40s, my own spiritual practice, what is there beyond me? What do I believe in? And having that ability to have faith and belief in the absence of evidence. So that lets me take action that creates those things that I want. Because I'm not afraid. I don't come from a place of lack in those. I know that that's available in the abundance of what I believe in. So I'm willing to take those actions. Kind of like people who want to quit dating just feel, feel like there's no ROI. But ROI doesn't always have evidence. We have to believe there will be an ROI, even if it doesn't look the way we think because we've done our spiritual work. We have spiritual muscles. And our self-talk and our emotional state is more optimistic and self-loving and deserving. So when I went through those 20 boxes, those are the two environments that were missing. I didn't build them, I didn't develop them. So I ended up being this player in my 20s. I could meet women, lots of dating and surface level relationships. I looked good, I had good career going. I had all the boxes ticked but not deep, lasting, committed love and intimacy. Until I added working on those last two environments of self and spirituality, not just learning about them, but doing the doing and receiving guidance and help in the doing of it. Like everything else, I do really well when I learn from the experts. So it was very eye-opening for me to take a tour of my life through these 20 boxes of belongings and and all the books in them and the, the topics I'd studied to try to achieve some kind of goal of who I wanted to be. And realizing that 
me making so much progress on seven out of the nine environments, it didn't give me a full, healthy, lasting relationship. Not till I worked on those final two. So that's the secret today that I want you to really hear and embrace. It takes all nine. So maybe you can think about which of your environments have you not fully committed to working on? Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.